Welcome to the Menopause Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Willis, creator of the Vibrant Living Academy, author of Cookie Dough in the Dark, and most importantly, a woman going through the ups and downs of menopause. Starting around 35, you have years and years of your hormones shifting, which can leave you feeling moody, anxious, joyless, hot, sleepless, confused, forgetful, and more. Plus, your body is changing, but don't despair. This is the perfect opportunity to reinvent your life and take stock of your emotional, mental, and physical well-being. Get ready to gain wisdom, be empowered, and learn the strategic skills and the inner work that can be done so that the last half to third of your life is vibrant and amazing. I've been teaching for over three decades and I have so much amazing information to share with you. Subscribe and share this podcast with your gal pals and thank you for joining me on this menopausal journey. Ladies, have you picked up the free guide that I am offering you? Five hacks to cut your cravings without giving up the food you love. I will leave the link for you in the show notes. As we age, we become more sensitive to eating carbs and unfortunately can even crave them more, which can increase our chance of gaining belly fat, weight, or getting type two diabetes, etc. These five hacks I share with you will help you to cut your cravings and get you healthier in the process. And I myself and my clients use these five hacks. So whether your end goal is to lose belly fat or weight or to balance your blood sugars to avoid type 2 diabetes or other chronic diseases or to have more energy during the day, adding these hacks is a game changer. So pick up the five hacks to cut your cravings. I'll leave the link in the show notes or you can go to vibrantlivingwithtanya.com backslash the number five dash hacks dash two, that's the word two, T-O, dash cut, dash cravings. Enter your name and email and you will have the five hacks delivered to your inbox ready for you to start implementing. Happy hacking! Hello everybody! Today I'm going to teach you how to detox your grocery cart. Yes, this is something I taught back in about 2010 to 2017 in a program I ran called Busy Mama, Healthy Mama. It's when I had younger kids and I was teaching mamas how to live healthier life so they would have energy and stamina and also to raise healthy children. And um, the same principles apply that I'm going to teach you today um, and what I teach now in my Vibrant Living Academy to women over the age of 35 who are still, you know, some of you are mamas and you want to improve your habits and have healthier habits for yourself and your family. And this is one thing that we can do to really help us. So changing habits. I wanted to give you a practical, um, really practical thing that you can do in your day-to-day lives in regards to changing your habits. And we're going to talk about crucial moments and vital behaviors. And I'm going to apply it to going grocery shopping and it's going to be fun. All right. So 
Changing your habits can be really difficult. People say it takes 21 days, it takes 60 days. Um, good habits are much harder to um, make than bad habits. And I'm gonna explain why. A lot of us overuse the tool of willpower. And so I wanted to introduce another tool for your toolbox today. So most of the time, willpower does not work when it comes to changing habits. Oh my God, I've talked to so many people. They white knuckle it. They do the all or nothing. And then they last for a while, but then it all blows up and um, they go back to what they were doing. And although... I know so many of us, we want that fast, quick fix. I'm sorry, but just most of the time, it does not exist when we want to change our habits. Um, and in an upcoming episode, I'm going to talk about a lady and some of the tiny tweaks that we did, tiny, tiny, that had profound changes um, compared to what she was doing before. But today, we are going to talk about changing your habits when it comes to your grocery cart. This is exciting, so let's go. So as I mentioned, willpower does not work when it comes to changing habits. It is short-lived and oftentimes leaves us feeling more depressed because we think we are failures and that we should try harder. And I hear this from so many of you, and it is not your fault. So way back when, again, when I was running this Busy Mama Detox Reboot program, I read a book called Change Anything, The New Science of Personal Success by Kay Patterson. And one way to change habits is to identify the crucial moment and find vital behaviors. Okay, so studying yourself to understand your habits and behaviors will provide you with lasting changes. And I know this is true. It works for myself. It works for my clients but you have to be willing to do the work. If you want quick fixes, I'm not your gal, okay? I'm really about long lasting changes. I've helped women lose 60 pounds or more. I've helped them improve their sleep, their stress, their whole lives, step by step by step by step. And years and years later, they're still abiding by these principles and have kept the weight off and have more energy and focus and less stress, etc. All right, so I've always said to you guys, study yourself like you are watching yourself as a movie and really begin to see what you're doing because most of what you're doing day in, day out, you are not um, an active participant in. You think you are, but you're not. You are just going through the motion and that's okay. We're supposed to do that because if we had to think about everything, we'd be exhausted by nine o'clock in the morning. Okay, so a crucial moment occurs when the right behaviors face the highest risk of something going wrong. A crucial moment occurs when the right behaviors face the highest risk of going wrong. So your day is a sequence of moments of varying importance and crucial moments represent the times when your wellness behaviors are most endangered. By looking at your entire day, you begin to see where a decision may lead you one way or the other. This ultimately leads to a vital behavior. And not all behaviors are the same. Some behaviors have a higher leverage when it comes to influencing you to achieve the wellness results you want. So let's just uh, let's just say this one more time. 
by looking at your entire day, you begin to see where a decision may lead you one way or the other. And that decision leads you to a vital behavior. So let's take this in regards to our grocery cart detox. You're at the grocery store, okay? And you're humming and hawing, or maybe it's just so automatic you don't even realize it. You're just putting stuff in the cart, okay? And you decide that you have a chip habit. Say you have a potato chip habit. And you would really like to reduce your consumption of potato chips, okay? So you go and you may just automatically put the chips in there without thinking about it because you'll be like, oh, I'll have these for later. I won't eat them, blah, 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 whatever your, you know, your mind is telling you in that moment. Okay. But I want you to understand that you putting the chips or said item, whatever it is that you are, um, you know, craving for me, it would be actually, um, I'll give my own example because I think I have the grocery store pretty much down. But when you're putting stuff in your grocery cart, that is the crucial moment because putting it in there, taking it home, right, is <laughs> now it's in your house. So you putting the item in your grocery cart is the crucial moment which will determine if the food comes into your house or not. And that leads to your vital behavior. The decision to buy or not to buy will lead to the behavior of eating said item another time, okay? So it is really much harder if you're craving potato chips and they're not in the house and in that moment you decide, oh, I'm going to either eat something else crunchy or I'm going to drive to the store and actually buy the chips because I want them. You see the difference here? But if they're already in the house, it makes it much easier to consume whatever that item is. So in that moment of deciding whether to put something in the cart, and yes, I do put things in the cart. Um, I'm not perfect. But I'm much better now that I understand all of this, because once it comes into your house, it's definitely harder to resist that item. Okay, so if in that moment you decided to buy some carrots or some celery or some crispy apples, right? In that crucial moment, the outcome would be different because there would be no willpower needed because your house is filled with foods that support your healthy lifestyle all right so eating the unhealthy snacks or the potato chips is not the vital behavior buying them was in that crucial moment right so you picked up the chips brought them into your house and in that moment you made a decision to bring them into your house so Really, when you're looking at going grocery shopping the next time, I want you to pay attention to what you're putting in your cart. Now, it's interesting. I'm going to give you an example of um, there's a British store in Bob Cajun and they sell um, Cadbury's chocolate. Oh, I love fruit and nut. And it's really, really good because it's from England. It's just made better. It tastes better. 
and I drive by this store and I know that if I go in the store, the chances of me buying the chocolate go up. So that is what I'm talking about. That is the crucial moment of whether I decide to go in and buy the chocolate, then it comes into my house or not. Now, uh, I used to go in more often and then I was like, okay, I have to curb my chocolate habit here. So I will drive by it and I'll say, not today. I can do it later. I don't say not ever. I'm never eating chocolate again. It's not black and white. It's not like I'm never eating it. It's just like today, I'm not going to buy it. Okay. Now there's, I I don't want to do too many deep dives here, but in that crucial moment, and this is something else for you to, to tap into, why is it sometimes that we buy the item versus not buying the item? And so what's the difference between me going into the British shop and buying the Cadbury's and not buying it? Well, there's a couple that I can think of depending on where I am in my cycle. So am I craving more of this item? Am I craving more chocolate? Because if I am, that's going to make it a little bit more challenging. Have I been getting enough sleep? Because if I haven't been getting enough sleep, it's much harder to make decisions right? And so we tend to, when we're sleep deprived, gravitate to sweeter, more carbohydrate, immediate energy sources. So what's my sleep been like? What's my stress like? Am I more stressful, right? And again, when we're stressed, more of the population than not gravitates toward food. There are some people, there was a study done that there are some people that don't eat when they're stressed, but there are more people that eat when they are stressed. So in that crucial moment, it's also important just to tap in and be like, am I tired? Am I stressed? Am I, am I, am I in a certain part of my cycle? What's going on that's, that's contributing to this decision? Because there's other times you go grocery shopping and it's like, I don't want it. I don't need it. So if we start to peel back the layers we start to understand our behaviors more. And when you understand your behaviors, you can start to uh, apply tools and strategies to change those behaviors over time. Okay, so going back to that crucial moment, when you're going along and you're going grocery shopping next time, notice what you're putting in your cart. So you could even just start with what am I putting in my cart? What seems automatic? Why am I buying it? Just start to ask yourself questions. Maybe you still put it in your cart. That's fine. But just ask yourself some questions and then start to think about this strategy. Okay. If I put these chips in my cart or these cookies or this ice cream or this pop or this, whatever, fill in the blank. Now it's in my house and makes it easier for me to eat it. And then I'm going to have to use willpower, but let's face it, everybody, you're eventually going to eat it, right? So why do we want it in the cart? So what we want to try and do is in those crucial moments, not put those things in the cart. That is just one part of behavior change. Okay. So when it comes to changing behaviors, This is going to be very interesting. And I would really um, encourage you to go back and listen to, I don't know what episode it is, but I talk about um, the adult brain versus the child brain. And um, let me just actually see. I don't think I can find it. No, I'm not going to 
go around and find it here. But really that episode is so important and child brain versus adult brain when it comes to making decisions. So bad habits feel good and take less effort. Good habits feel bad and require more effort. And none of us want to stop something that feels good. So a lot of people will say to me, oh, Tanya, it takes 21 days just to break a habit. I'm like, eh, depends on the habit, okay? We did not take 21 days to start using our handheld devices. People don't take 21 days to start smoking sometimes. We get that hit of, of dopamine and our brain wants more, okay? But we eat broccoli and it's like, eh, it's not the same. So understand that, you know, fortunately or unfortunately in this world we live in, we just have so much access to ultra processed, uh, melt in your mouth food that lights our brain up on fire. All right. And it makes us feel good. It makes us feel good. And it doesn't take any effort to slide some chips and chocolate, some a drink into your mouth. But crunching on broccoli, crunching on carrots, it doesn't give us the same short-term feeling, but it gives us a long-term better feeling. And this is, again, where that child brain, adult brain comes in. So really listen to that episode. When we start to want a good habit of exercising more, it's really challenging to be like, oh, I just want to lay on the couch and watch a show versus, oh my God, I get my shoes on and go for a walk. It's, it's harder. So I think when we, when we stop and just understand that, yes, bad habits feel good and take less effort, good habits require more time and they feel bad initially, but it's rewiring our brain. It's rewiring our brain. And I gave you lots to think about in that, um, adult prefrontal cortex versus amygdala childlike brain. Okay. Willpower will take you so far. Okay. It does. But then most times people rebound and crash because they haven't studied their behaviors. All right. So understand for this podcast purpose only that we're just focusing on grocery store shopping cart detox. We are trying to, in those crucial moments, not bring certain food into our house where we are going to eat it. It's going to tempt us. We're going to have to go on to willpower. And so can you, A, start to be aware of what you're putting in your grocery cart? That's the first thing. B, decide on when you do put it in your cart, what are you feeling in that moment? What are you telling yourself? right? What's your energy like? What's your headspace like? What's your sleep like? What is going on when you decide to put that item in your grocery cart? And then see, can you begin to, in those crucial moments, make a better choice of just not bringing it in your house? And let me tell you, it can be willpower going grocery shopping sometimes because they place things in certain places. Sometimes there's a smell, which you know, gets our brain going in that direction of wanting that item. Uh, they use colorful packages, a lot of manipulative marketing. 
And so it, it's, if you can go in with a list and stay with your list, uh, that also helps. So I'd love to hear how you do with this. Okay. What, what are we not going to put in our cart this week to help us moving forward? And I'm taping this in October, but it's going to air in at the end of November. We're starting to get into Christmas holiday season. Many of us might be thinking, oh, I'll start January the 1st. Um, you know, you start might be giving yourself excuses. Oh, it's the holiday time. Just pay attention. Just pay attention to what you are thinking about. And know that starting January 1st is a lie, right? We are not going to start January 1st. We might last 10 days, maybe 30. But it's understanding these behaviors that are going to change long term about having less stuff in your house. Okay, have fun with this, everybody. It's all about having fun, noticing ourselves, getting a little chuckle, how we make decisions. And this will help change our behaviors, which will change our health, which will allow us to have more energy, sleep better, and all the wonderful things that we want. And as we go through these menopausal years, which can start around the age of 35, it is really important that we start to lay the proper foundations for future behaviors so that we can sail through menopause and not be burdened with, uh, you know, disease and feeling blah and yucky and all the rest of it. So I would love for you to share this with your gal pals. I'd love to hear what item you decided not to put in your cart this week. And if you would like more of these types of trainings, by all means, check out my Vibrant Living Academy. We, you can come in as just um, you know a, a, a member and check everything out, or you can join as a VIP member and we do coaching calls every week. Um, if you want to find out more about it, please talk to me first if you'd like to, or you can just jump right in, but I'm all about helping you build strategies and fill your toolbox up long term and to get out of that diet mentality, right? We, we have years of vibrancy ahead of us and little decisions like this really add up. So thank you for listening today, everybody, and I'll see you in the next video.